Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome back to The Conversation. Today is one of those quotable Mondays, but I'm going to start out with one quote and probably squeak in two or three more around the same kind of topic, and that is how do we change, how do we adapt to changing circumstances? This topic actually came up this past weekend when my father-in-law was visiting, and he threw out the question, have I talked to my people, have I talked to my listeners about how fast things are changing in today's society, in today's world? And I replied, probably not as much as I could. And so that is the topic of today's episode. How do we adopt the philosophy of being flexible in the face of constant or consistent change? Because when you consider the natural propensity of a human being, that is to lean into having a consistent reality. We like it when things are somewhat predictable, when one day is fairly similar to the one before it. When there's too much change going on, it's actually stressful to our minds, stressful to our emotions, stressful to our body. We have to adapt. We have to basically reinvent ourselves in relationship to the current circumstances. So what kind of strategy can we put in place to where we can maintain a certain amount of consistency or constancy with ourselves in response to changing conditions? Now, I want to bring up a concept of requisite variety. This comes from biology. And what it says is in in a changing environment, it is the species or the organism that has the greatest capacity to adapt to the changing conditions, to be flexible in its response, flexible in its ability to learn. It's that organism that has the greatest chance of survival. And so in the context of our conversation today, if things are changing all around us, if the environment is changing, if policy is changing, if circumstances from day-to-day business, technology, all that is in constant flux. And now that we have AI and robotics, and you know, it's going to change even faster. The quote that most amplifies this changing condition, these surprising events that can occur at any given moment, comes from Monty Python's Flying Circus. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. If you don't know what the Spanish Inquisition was, it occurred over a hundred-year period and began in the 12th century. The Catholic Church became fearful and decided that it was going to weed out the unorthodoxy, weed out the heretics, the enemies of the Church. Now, all this was born out of fear but basically, it was a witch hunt, and that's another, that's another thing that you can't plan on. You never know when there's the people in power, the people in authority, are going to become fearful about the masses being too smart for their own britches, actually questioning what's going on. Well, what happened over the next hundred years is a series of tortures and executions. Over 32,000 people were killed in the name of God, in the name of purifying the church. It was a horrendous time in history, and it was unexpected. No one could have foreseen it. And so this quote, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition, 
is the idea. It's a meme in today's society. If you don't know where it came from, it's a meme that, you know, the unexpected, the shocking can show up at any moment. Very seldom are we prepared for it. And there are numerous examples throughout history. Most recently, the COVID pandemic. Nobody could have expected that. No one foreseen it. No one actually could have foreseen the measures that were being taken and the narrative that was put out in the marketplace. And you also saw the same circumstances put in place where the people that dissented or people were actually questioning what was going on, you saw cancel culture, censorship. People were essentially railroaded out of town if they didn't agree with the common narrative of the authorities in charge. And personally, I think it's our, our, our right and our duty to question and ask, what's going on? Are you sure? But that's a conversation that's probably left for another day. But it's this whole idea of unpredictability, especially, you know, it's interesting that I'm talking about intuition a lot lately, and that's being able to actually see around the corner, have a sense around what lie around the corner for you, what's the best course of action for you. And so in the context of intuition, how we maintain our balance, how we, how we maintain our center is that we release the fear and we just tune in. Do I turn right? Do I turn left? Do I go forward? Do I go backward? Is this a yes or a no? If I'm grounded, if I'm centered, you check in and is this something I really need to be afraid of? Because when you find your center, when you live in your center, when you're grounded and you check in, the body will not lie to you. Your feelings, your intuition are going to be spot on more often than not. And this is where it takes a practice to weed out the fear, to kind of allow the fear to drift aside and just be present and centered in this moment. We do this at the same time, recognizing our humanity, recognizing our our wanting, our desire to have a certain amount of predictability in our day-to-day. Now, sometimes people think that, you know, I would love to be psychic, completely psychic, where I knew what was going to happen today, knew what was going to happen tomorrow, what was going to happen a year from now. I would know who was going to win the Super Bowl, who was going to win the World Series, Um, whether or not this person had just walked into my life, whether they would add to it, subtract to it, or, you know, whether or not they'd even work out at all. But, you know, I've thought about this a lot. If we were to be that psychic, to have, be that in tune to what was going on, to be that connected to, you know, everything that's going on around us very shortly, we would get extremely bored, We would not want to really, I mean, what's the point? We know how things are going to work out. We know what's going to happen. We know what they're going to be about. We know that person is going to cheat us. And so we will kick them to the curb sooner or later. And we'll be robbed of the experience of actually going through that. But we'll know. We'll know how things are going to work out. So why get out of bed? You know, it's already a done deal. The story's already been written. How exciting would life be? And this is where I want to bring in a second quote for today. And this comes from Eleanor Roosevelt. If life were predictable, it would cease to be life and be without flavor. See, I believe that we need to be engaged in the art of living dangerously, learning to feel comfortable, feeling a little uncomfortable, continuously pushing the boundaries of our comfort zone. 
because what lies on the other side of our comfort zone, this is what also what lies on the other side of predictability, and that is the unknown. And we're afraid of the unknown. You know, what's going to show up? What's We don't know. The only thing we know for sure is that we will adapt to the situation. We will change. We will react to what's going on. And so while we'll have doubt about what lie around the corner, we can have a certain amount of confidence in our ability, no matter how good or how awkward, our ability to at least respond to the changing situation. We may not do it well, we may not do it elegantly, but you always have the ability to respond to what comes up. And from that context, from that position, from that angle, that perspective, all we need is the courage to show up. But you might say in a changing situation, there's a certain amount of fear. Well, that's the beauty of courage. It's not present unless fear is present. You cannot have courage without fear. And so what is fear again? It's just saying this is something new. We haven't been this way before. It's a call to pay attention. So, okay, we move forward with courage. We move forward responding to the changing situations. So how do we do so with the most amount of elegance? Well, this is where we listen to the Buddha. The source of all our suffering lies in our attachments. And that's our attachments and our expectations about how we think things should be or could be. You see, ultimately, they are what they are. And if we're truthful with ourselves, no two days are exactly alike. The unexpected can happen and often does happen. We Ultimately, we don't want it to stay the same. We want it to change. You know, when things don't change too much and you're just drill work, you get up, do the same thing day in, day out, it's actually quite boring. It's just like if you were a psychic, you pretty much know how each and every day is going to be. We want a certain amount of variety. And that variety is the spice of life. It livens things up. It makes things exciting. It's like a little roller coaster ride. To me, this is the epic adventure. It's an adventure knowing that we don't necessarily know what's around the corner. It's an adventure knowing that we can respond and it's going to be exciting to see how we respond to changing circumstances. It's a mindset. And if you happen to get tangled up while you're doing the tango, you simply tango out of it. You keep dancing. Now, in the face of changing conditions, you want to also lean into law of attraction. And what does that mean? You want to be grounded in, stand in the idea, adopt the belief that the universe has your back, that everything is always working out for you. All these changing conditions are unfolding and it supports you. It's going to work out for you. We get in trouble when things change and we become fearful. I don't know if I can handle this. I don't like this. We start going down this spiral, this vicious circle of thoughts that is it, this isn't what I wanted. I don't like this. And what do you get? This is where you're focusing. You just attract more and more upset, more and more struggle. Can you, could you be in the idea isn't this fascinating? This is an adventure. I don't know what's going to happen around the corner. It's kind of exciting if you really think about it. Choosing the perspective that most elegantly supports you is your ultimate freedom. 
See, your ultimate freedom is your ability to choose your response no matter what's going on in your life. Nobody can respond for you. You always have the choice. You may not like the circumstances that are showing up, but you have the ability to choose your response given what's showing up because we are in the midst of co-creating not only with the universe, but with every other person that we're rubbing shoulders with. So, okay, let me just summarize what I've already said. Things are going to change. They always change. You might as well accept the fact that they're going to change. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition, but it shows up in one form or another and has repeatedly and consistently over time. All right, and in the face of changing times, changing tides, we want to exercise our ability for creative flexibility. That way we want to shift and change to the music. We want to be able to untangle ourselves by tangoing out of whatever we find ourselves in. We dance to the music that's being played. This is our greatest capacity to choose our response. And ideally, when we can stand in the ground that everything's working out for us, and I love, here's another quote, everything works out in the end. If it's not currently working out, it's not the end. There's a lot of solace standing in that idea that we're just getting through the going through, that we will prevail because we're immersed in the epic adventure. Things are unfolding right now as we speak. Isn't it interesting? Isn't it fascinating? Isn't it exciting how fast things are changing? Remember, it's not the truth. It's not the truth. It's not false either. It's a perspective. And you get to choose the perspective. Again, let me ask you this. How many different perspectives are there on any given situation? I've talked about this in past episodes. It's an infinite number. Geometry tells us this. Given a point in space, there's an infinite number of lines that can and will intersect that point. So at any given situation, there's an infinite number of perspectives that you can adopt. The question is, is the perspective you're adopting supporting you, empowering you, creating possibility? Or is it constrictive, defeating, sad? You, my friend, get to choose. I've often been fascinated over the years when from time to time somebody says, if this happens or that happens, it would break me. I don't think I could handle it. It would devastate me. I have never, ever said that. So if you have a a phrase like that, really, really consider it. In my model of the world, there is nothing that could show up that would break me. I've already made that decision that no matter what shows up, and especially if it's something that I don't like, it does not define me. I get to say what my response is. I get to say that I will prevail over any circumstance, anything that occurs in my life, I will continue on. And granted, it's possible that whatever shows up is something that I really don't like. I would not choose in a hundred years or a thousand years, yet here it is. The only thing that I'm in a position to exercise is my ability to choose my response. I've already decided that I am an iron pillared person. And if I get knocked down, I will get up. I might rest for a minute on the ground, but I will get up. This idea is so powerful 
And I suggest you take the time, take a moment or two, and decide ahead of time, in the face of adversity, what will be your response. I'll leave you pondering that question. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner directed as you engage in the epic adventure. (laughs) 